With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. No one really tries to be unsafe online. Enter a dress for free tater tots. But every time you give up info and privacy... So I gave your birth date for free parking. That's how I got this robe. You may give up some safety, too. Norton 360 with LifeLock has device security, a VPN for online privacy, and identity theft protection, all in one. No one can prevent all cybercrime or identity theft, but you can save 25% or more off your first year. Opt into cyber safety at norton.com news. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Uh, I've accomplished a fair amount for no consistency. <laughs> that helps sync up the audio. Okay, here we are. What is this doing to my hair? <laughs> By um, the way, when I last saw you a couple years ago, you weren't sporting that awesome so long flow. coming up flow. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. How's my hair look? Do it. Looks good. How's my hair look? Aerodynamic. Almost like mine. <laughs> but not quite. See, I would kill for hair like Hainer. Look at oh, that. Oh, yeah, me too. I think it's great. Yeah. It's and he's going to cut it all off. Adds to the... Adds to the MO? Adds to everything. Um, by the way, you are uh, director of golf, right, Jim? Head or professional. No, you're the head professional. Who is the DOG, or do they not have the We title? don't have one. No, okay. Not anymore. I was. What's, what's the difference, time? by the way? Is there a difference? Title. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't really, yeah. doesn't really matter. Okay. No. All right. What what is your title now? My title is face PJ of the club ambassador. Easy. Well, that I kind of am, yeah. But uh, my owner said, uh, Rich, we're going to put on your card PJ ambassador. So and there you go. So my job is to uh, kind of oversee everything still, but schmooze, and, right. uh, schmooze, uh, talk to corporate, talk America to the pros, and bring in golf pros that will bring in members from all over the country. All right, hold or that world. thought. Hold yeah. that thought. Here we go. All right. In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, 
and former University of Maryland golfer Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. I have none of those people today, but that's okay. I have a great group here. We are plausibly live from Aaron Hills Golf Course in Aaron, Wisconsin, site of the 2017 United States Open, won by one Brooks Kepka. Let's get a special golf clap around the horn for our panel, starting with the local head professional, Mr. Jim Lombardo. Come on, golf clap, golf clap. Let's golf clap it up. Who is only outranked here by the golf pro emeritus, right, Richard? Uh, emeritus, Richard yeah. Tock, PGA of Wisconsin Hall of Famer. And you're basically, you're like Rocky Balboa in the Rocky movie where he's at the Italian restaurant in the red jacket greeting everybody. That's what I do. Talking exactly. about the old times, like, hey, champ, how's it going? That's a great gig. It's been a great gig. You know, when Andy Ziegler hired me back in 2009, uh, I was president and director of operations and and so you ran this and, place and, in the first iteration. Well, I did, but Jim okay. Lombardo had been here three years prior to that, so he's been here for 15, 16 years. But I came on with Andy uh, to help organize the entire place. He okay. was spending a lot of time working at the time, and then yeah. with his horses, he had uh, equestrian horses that wow. kept him really busy. So Aaron Hills was a hobby, and, and I'd known Andy for a few years prior to that. Yeah, well, there's a long backstory. We'll get to it in segment three. And also joining us today, he gave me permission to call him local amateur legend and author of the book, Danny Moe, John Haynes. A little golf clap for John. Delighted to be here. Thank you, Zabe. Some old friends here. (laughs) Absolutely. That was a time when I actually managed a club that I live on, and one of the first people to reach out and offer their assistance was Rich Tack. Really? You managed a yeah. club here in town? The River Club of Mequon. River club. Oh, that was yeah. you. Very nice. Was it called Villa de Park at the time, or was it River Club? What was it called? It was once the new owner purchased yeah. it. Okay, it okay yeah. yeah no, right. It was right near Ozaki Country Club, where I spent 21 years. Ozaki's very Pearl. nice, yes. And uh, my home is close to that. But, yeah, I reached out to John. We've competed together uh, as a professional against amateur for many, many years, probably 35 or 40. I and what's the, what's the career record? I think it's 5-0 and oh with me. Is that right, Johnny? We played one time in the <laughs> Nelthorpe Cup, which is a Ryder Cup type thing. Pros against the amateurs, top 12. Yeah. And I, I have to say, I went down to... Okay. To oh, TikTok. What, uh, Jim, what is your record against TikTok? Oh, I'm undefeated. Oh, you are? Oh, yeah. Right, oh, TikTok? Oh, well, he's never played me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you scared? I used to play... But boy, back when I used to play a lot of amateur events, yeah, I always got a chance to play with Johnny a lot. Nice. This is like 30 years ago. Yeah. Good and we'd just battle it out out there. So let's start with this. U.S. Open, John Rahm wins it. And as finishes go, it's hard to beat that. Birdie, birdie at the U.S. Open with two perfect putts. Where do you think in the long lens of history – that finish and that win by John Rahm is going to sit. Oh, it'll resonate for a while. I mean, he was the one guy that went out and grabbed it and took it. It was laying there for somebody to go and get it, and and he was the one that reached out and grabbed it while everybody else was kind of fumbling around or trying to kind trying of to do fumbling. something. Yeah, I mean, it was nobody a, could get anything going. It, it was, was difficult. It was Talladega. I was like, what is this 20-car pileup? Yeah, if you Take, watch the... 
what the prior to the back nine, there's ten or twelve guys that could have won that tournament. Right. And nobody jumped out to take the lead. They all kind of fell back except for John Ryan. Yeah, it'll be rem- it, it'll be remembered because he was the one that went out and grabbed it. You don't like to see guys fall apart in the end and somebody just be gifted it. He went out and got it. So, but it didn't fall apart until the back nine, and the weather conditions didn't change. No, the back nine at Tory, to my knowledge, is not particularly more difficult, is it? As Paul Azinger said many times yesterday, the the uh, tournament pressure. Okay. Got to them all. And, of course, those fairways were, were only about Very 28 yards wide. Yeah. And they hit, you know, these guys, yeah, they hit it 320 yards. But they don't always hit it straight. And well, that rough was six inches yeah. deep. So there you go. Yeah, it, okay. Yeah. Hayner, what happened? Rom, Rom was the one guy that hit every green on the back nine. And, and when you watched him stride down the fairways, especially in the last three holes, it was like, he, he was he, like, this he was is in command. mine. He was in command. And uh, it, Brad Faxon used to say, when it comes to putting, when you're sizing up a putt and you line it up and the speed and everything, he would say, it's better to be committed than correct. And committed it, more than correct. And it, That's good. That's a good statement. I like that, yeah. And he had that. When he's walking with his caddy, it's like... Uh, we're built for this. <laughs> to use a Giannis <laughs> phrase from just a couple oh, of he? nights ago. Oh, go, yes. no kidding. Yeah, it's okay. You can steal but it he was, for your next he, book. He was striding down the fairways <laughs> and oblivious to the car crashes and the ditches left and right. He just kept. And when it came to 17 and 18, the it should be mentioned, the quality of his fist pumps. I, I, oh, yeah. See, that's what's great is that, you know, there's so many robots out on tour. He gave it good flair in the moment, which a lot of guys wouldn't have done. Overhand right. You like on that? 17, I like that. And he went uppercut on 18. <laughs> yeah, about with, three times. Well, there were little decorative semi jabs to wind down. You noticed that? It, it, well, I did. And you're I, you're a sophisticate when it comes to fist pumps. Well, uh, let, let's go to uh, Guido then. <laughs> Guido. <laughs> Guido. There he, was a Guido. Was, I, I think that Love guy probably Guido. fist pumps his own uh, Here, repair of ball marks. Here's his putt on 18. You guys see this right here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it a dozen times. But that was a spectacular putt. I mean, it broke four feet. Another Boom. one has landed at the 72nd hole. This time for Long to take the lead in the U.S. Open. I mean, that's pretty good stuff right there, huh? Well, I think at that point, I think he knew it. I think, that, I think he knew it at that point. Yeah. I'll, I'll bet he couldn't make two out of 20 really? with, with that putt. What, which I mean, that, putt was harder, the seven, one on 17 or one on 18? Well, I didn't see the one on 17, unfortunately. It was very similar. What very similar left to right. <laughs> no, I was out working in the garage doing some stuff. But I came in to watch sense. the 18th. That makes, makes a lot of sense, Rich. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I was doing. But I saw the one on 18, and you, I mean, here, that I'll was call, a tough putt. I'll get the one from 17 up here. Why not? We got the Jumbotron Yeah, here. good. I'll yeah. watch it. You pull that up, and I'll tell you my other takeaway for this was I've never seen in one event more flag sticks hit by players with full shots. I mean, oh, yeah. It was nuts. Well, one of the things that was talked about was that here's the putt on 17 since you were this out one's organizing. Better. Here comes garage. the over, overhand right here. So, all right, TikTok, which one was harder, was, 17 or that, 18? They were almost identical, weren't they? Similar, yeah. Nah, this one's harder. You think, hey, yes? 17, he needed more. By the way, yeah. um, Hayner, I love the flair of him staying down in that crouch, right? You know, he's, yeah. he, he, he hangs in because he knows 
He's got it going. See that? Yeah. And then he stands up. Putter up. Overhand punch. Just a bull of a man. He really is. And then the tee shot on 18. You know, this uh, uh, pro tracer they have is the greatest thing. Yeah, it sure is. A slice bread. So when you see the low five-yard cut he hit on 18 was just wow. We have that in our range, top tracer. Yeah, one of the many amenities here at Aaron Hills. Don't Fantastic. you find yourself getting mad when you don't get a, 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 a emotional? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. When there's oh. no shot tracer, like there's no shot tracer on his approach. Right. And I was like, "Come on, NBC, what are you doing?" Anyway, so Mickelson, who obviously knows him from Arizona State, right? He said that John Rom has no weaknesses. Is that an overstatement? No, I think it's true. Okay. Is he going to climb into that tier now that he's won one with DJ and Kepka and Spieth and who else belongs in that top tier of stars minus the big cat who's on the men? Well, sure. I mean, he's got all the tools. And didn't we say that about Justin Thomas a few years ago when he won the PGA? And he hasn't won one since then either. He's so. cooled off just a bit. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to wait and see. For Rory. Rory. What is wrong with my boy? Because I love Rory. I was riding hard for Rory yesterday. And Seem, seems like Rory just can't make the putts when he needs to make putts. You know, right. he drives it 320 perfect. Right. You know, hits irons good. He can, But he just, he just doesn't make as many putts as, remember, Jordan Spieth used to make everything. Everything. 20 yeah. feet. Yeah. Okay. And he, he still makes a lot of these, putts. But these, Rory, he, uh, I mean, he ran away with a couple of tournaments. I think he ran away with the one at Congressional. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, at the, the open. front runner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, John Rahm is probably here to stay. I mean, look at the build on the guy, uh, you know. And so he'll be he'll be here a while. To, and he's he's driven to to win. Oh, he should have been two in a row with the show. Right. These things are hard to win. These majors are hard to win. Rory hasn't won one since what 14? Right. Ah, these things are hard to win, aren't they? I think one of the things that clearly is one of Rory's challenges is that he's got the snipe living as a virus in his swing. It'll come out every now and then. He put one deep into the barranca. That hurt him, even though he rallied from it. Seems like most tour pros don't quite have the one big miss that he still has. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. You know, okay. you, if you can avoid the big miss, well, wasn't that a book that it was. Uh, Hank Haney wrote, wrote about Tiger? Yeah, about trying Tiger. to eliminate his big miss. Big miss. And if you can avoid, which usually is a double bogey, mm-hmm. man, in, a, in a major championships when the courses are tough, might take a long time to get that double bogey back. Eliminating the left side of the course is always the big cliche these days. Yeah, yeah. Like Lee Trevino said, you can you can talk to a fade, but a hook, but a hook don't won't listen. listen. Yeah. Right, yep. exactly. Now, Rom's swing is unique in that he doesn't take it back very far. No. And it's pretty flat, too, is it not? It's very flat, but then he drops it in on the right plane and brings it right down perfect. It's like he's starting oh. to move towards the towards the target before he finishes his backswing. I mean, here it is. But right it has tons so of power. I mean, just as much power as you want. And he looks laid off as well at the top. Yeah? A little bit, bros? Mm. Oh, for sure. Okay. But you can work with it, right? Well, watch the forward swing, how he gets it right back where he needs it, which they all do. Yeah. I mean, Jim Furyk's done it for a year. Look at Matthew Wolf. But at impact, it's perfect. It really is perfect. Yeah, yeah, and you don't, you just can't mess with that. I, I didn't, I haven't read much, but I thought I heard that Matthew Wolf somebody tried to change his golf swing and he couldn't oh break God. eighty for about two or three months. Johnny, this you know summer, that. 
Yeah. I understood it was more of a mental thing. If oh, that, somebody that, that, tried that, to mess with that swing, you can't. They should be fired. Well, you, you're never going to change that swing no. and make him a quality player like he was in college and coming right on a tour and winning. Uh, to me, a uh, guy like Wolf is like power furic. Yeah. He's furic in his uniqueness, but he has a lot more power. I know he's won an event or a couple of them, but I would like to really see how that swing holds up under pressure. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like. Speaking of swings, Louis Oosthuizen has one of the most compact, efficient, beautiful, perfect swings ever. And he has now completed the career runner-up Grand Slam in addition to having won a major at the Open. Do you wonder, though, if the guy has enough grind in him to close the deal? He's legendary for liking to just hang out on his farm on his tractors. I think a little bit of that is overstated. I think it's a way for him psychologically to deal with uh, the pressure and everything. I, th- I think, you know, there's a lot of pr- athletes who have said, I... I like to fish. Uh, right. I like or, to hang out on my track. I don't need, you know, I, I, I could host Jeopardy. That's <laughs> it. Oh, that's a good one, oh, Dana. snap. <laughs> but I, I, he, he has come so close in so many majors over and over. You got to have the fire to get there. That's, yeah, I kind of think that. Even though he doesn't show it. Right. You don't get to that level without working hard at it. Nobody's that good at this game, right? Exactly. No, yeah, just yeah. Having, I mean, falling his way. You got to have the heart along with the, I mean, there's thousands of people that have great golf swings. Sure. And have good scores from time to time, 62s and 3s. But you need to have the heart and the, and the work ethic. And to His top statistic is strokes gained putting not approaches or, or t-shirts. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. So that is telling in a way. Can you explain strokes gain to us, uh, Hainer? We'll, we'll do on. that over a drink sometime. <laughs> we'll do that over a drink. I think I need nine over drinks. two weekends. I've had strokes. <laughs> can you guys explain strokes gain? Because I've had it tr- attempted to me several times. Just not long. And, I'm not mathematically very adept, and it really eludes It's, it's a comparison to the field. Okay. Yeah, that's I mean, what it is. Just basically. where you stand in comparison to the. Field. All right, just a quick exit question here for the first segment. How do you think Tory Pines held up as a major championship venue? I think every golf course is a matter of taste. My personal feeling is, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's not Pebble. It's not Olympic. I'm never nuts about majors being held at tour stops. I, you think they're right? I, I, I just. Part of it is they said the scoring average didn't differ hardly but a tenth of a point from the regular tour stop. So whether or not they try to make it harder, the net result of this year's U.S. Open was just like the usual Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. Maybe because there's only so many pins and all the guys on tour know the pins, right? Yeah. Uh, other than Pebble Beach, I, I just prefer they don't do okay. that. Yeah. I mean, what's Would added you- to the history of it, though, is what Tiger didn't. Oh, wait, well, yeah, they, they now have two great finishes the two times they've taken it there, and so I think that's going to want them to like, bring it back Sure, one more time. Your you thoughts real quick you, on the uh, way You up? won't be able to get a tee time at Torrey Pines until 2025 or something. It'll you be here wait. before it's at Torrey do you, do you know what locals TikTok play or pay at yeah. Torrey Pines? Oh, it's like $30, $35 or something. It's absurd. It's welfare yeah. for the rich. I'm totally against it unless it's bait. <laughs> then <laughs> I'm for you. it. Uh, did you like Torrey, Jim? Well, they like the golf course. The players do. So I'm they're always going to say nice things about you it. you like it? I mean, it's... You don't like it. That's fine. I it's, caddied there for the, when it was the Shears okay. and Lehman. Is there a dog <laughs> leg on that, on that course? I, All right. I, I think it's for, okay. Yeah. We'll give it a 
C plus, B minus. Special edition of the Capital Golf Gang on the road in beautiful Wisconsin at the magnificent Aaron Hills Golf Club. And we'll be back with more right after this with our special panel. We'll play a quick nine. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Hey, the Mid-Atlantic region is one of the prettiest in the country. And when people here want to enjoy the scenery, they do it on a TimberTech deck. TimberTech decks are stunning, sustainable decks backed by massive amounts of technology. And that means they perform better, last longer, and look more like real wood. Plus, they're backed by warranties of up to 50 years. The best in the industry. Better tech, better deck. So unfold the deck chair and enjoy the foliage. TimberTech, go against the grain. Hey, Randy, what you doing? Oh, hey, Dave. I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. Bombas socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good, too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com comfy and get 20% off your first purchase. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. Well, maybe, maybe not. A little bit of everything. We got a special panel today. The boys back in D.C. are doing whatever they're doing. I'm on the road, and I'm thrilled to be here at Aaron Hills. We've got head professional Jim Lombardo. We've got local amateur legend and author of Johnny Moe. John Haynes. Or Johnny Moe. Danny Moe. Danny Moe. Danny Moe. Moe. Danny Moe. Johnny Haynes. Slow Moe. Danny Moe. And Richard Tuck. PGA of Wisconsin. Hall of Famer. Head pro emeritus here at Aaron Hills. And he goes by TikTok, amongst other things. A lot of good stories that you have, uh, uh, TikTok. And I'd love to get some on the air, but you're Mr. Emeritus. Would not want to jeopardize that. Good intel. You sure no, I nice tell you one quick story about... About the uh, open in seventeen, it was at a at the Tuesday night. Nineteen seventeen or two thousand seventeen. That yeah. was too uh, easy. It's almost nineteen seventeen for me. Well, yeah. it's cold. Yeah, it's cold. It is cold. Go but ahead. so Curtis Strange told me that that the greens at Aaron Hills during the open were the best that he's seen in forty U.S. Opens previous that he'd been to. 
Who said that? Curtis Strange. You know, now he won two in a row, and he played in like 40 of them uh, prior to being here. But One, two, back so, to back. So, I mean, that's a great statement. But that, yeah. but that tells you why Brooks Kepka, who was putting very well that week, you know, and there's a good example like John Rahm. He went out and Kepka went out and won the tournament because it was pretty tight at about the 12th hole. Yeah. And, and he got it up and down on 13, making a 10-footer, made a, a great 50-yard bunker shot and another 10-foot sure. birdie on 14, and then he hits a great 9-iron to a back right pin on 15. So And then he made the putt. So he just ran away from the field. But when the greens are that good, these guys are that good. I know. They, they can read it, and they can hit where they want. Plus it rained, and it was... Yeah, we didn't have the wind. We yeah. predict... We took data for eight years prior to the tournament uh, for the whole month of June of how much the wind's going to blow, what direction, and all that, and the rain. And, yeah. you know, and what got, happened? We got Look two, at it today. Well, we so, two inches of rain on Tuesday night, which softened the golf course. It was perfect. And so, then the so, wind laid down. And yep. the wind laid down. And these guys went crazy. And <laughs> the fairways are wide here. Yeah. But after saying that, seven of the top ten of the world missed the cut. That's true. So it wasn't that easy. That was that, the, that was the same day that Curtis Strange went to the have a beer at the bar and he ordered a Bud Light and I'm like, what are you doing? You can't order that <laughs> here. Yeah. You had no idea. Oh, what do you mean? He goes, what? What? I'm like, no, 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 no. Spotted cow. Get this man a spotted yeah, cow yeah. or some See, I don't local think, beer. I guess he I'm like, you can't he come here and drink a Bud Light. And he's <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll try it. And he's like, oh, well, this is really good. I'm like, Curtis Strange <sighs> once. I was I was working the hat tent at Avenel for the Kemper Open one year, and Curtis was playing in it in his dying days as a tour pro and needed a hat five minutes before he teed off. Puts tries a few on, scoffs at the price, and I go. I'm sorry. It is what it is. He shelled over the 25 bucks and away he went. There you go. He All also right. staged a sit-in at basically at, at Brown Deer during the U.S. Bank because the greens were too firm. We weren't getting any wind, so they really shaved him down, and he, he just refused to continue playing. What? Yeah. Curtis Strange? Yeah, they came out and syringed it or whatever they call it when they hydrate it. He sat down. He, he basically just stopped, stopped playing. playing. I he used shut to it sit down. in as a way of just pointing out that oh he just God. halted play. So All he right. withdrew. No, no, they brought no. out water. Oh, <laughs> that's incredible! Well, he kept playing after they uh, softened. It was him a on bit. like the sixth green. Oh my that, god! That's that the par three. That severe. No. Hey, by the way, I did not get to this, and I can't. This total operator error, host error. Bryson DeChambeau's collapse was something for the legends, for the books. I he mean, shot Hank Aaron. Yeah, forty-four on the back. He nearly hold it out on eight, which would have brought the house down. He's atop the leaderboard at six. Disintegrates. What happened? Pressure. Golf. Golf. Things. Let's go. But it's Tory Pines. It, okay. it can jump up and grab you, and it did. And then he kind of lost interest after, after he saw he couldn't win it. I think he kind of packed it in. Because you guys are new to me uh, in terms of this show, I know what my guys think of Bryson. Let me go around the horn. Give me your Bryson thoughts, Jim. Not a fan. All right, TikTok. I like what he's doing to the game because he's bringing lots of fans to the game. A little bit like John Daly did back in the years. Kind of, yeah. Uh, and, then, of course, Tiger has been it for 20 years. Uh, so, Chambo is doing a little bit of that. Yeah. I know. Okay. It's, uh, will, just, it, will it change the game? Will it improve the game? I, I don't know. But right now, look what he did he's at one Bay the, Hill. He's Bay one Hill. Of, yeah. He's one of the biggest stars on tour right now, whether you hate him or like him. He's the ultimate black hat heel. Haynes, what do you think of him? Uh, he's a content machine, uh, okay. which helps the game, but uh, like U.S. Opens are just made for him because 
you blast bomb it as and far gouge. as you can. And then bomb and gouge. When he plays an eight iron or nine iron out of the rough, his shafts are six iron. Length. Right. So it's he has a little bit of an advantage in a U.S. Open, and I think he proved it at wing foot, but. You know, he just doesn't seem likable. He He's isn't. got to get rid of that hat, too. God, <laughs> I don't like that hat. He, he isn't, and the hat is stupid, but I'm here to say he's a prick, but a lot of these guys are pricks. We just don't know it, so I accept that. He's, he's probably the biggest star with Tiger out right now on tour, like it or not. Okay, let's play a quick nine, shall we? Here we go. Hole number one, should the U.S. Open create a limited number of Rota courses and stick to that, or do you want them to go to new places. Like, I think next year they're going to LACC. Right, that's new. Yeah. Wow. What do you think, Rota or no. Keep Exploring? No, I think they have their core of courses that they're always going to go to, but I think I think it's good for the country to do a little more exploring, okay. too, a little bit. Plus, you know, we're part of that. You're so. part of that exploration, yeah. okay. Well, when they went to Chambers Bay and Tacoma, Washington, outside of Seattle. That was a mistake. That well, the golf course, they, they killed the grass. It I mean, wasn't was, ready. It wasn't ready. ready. But, but uh, the fans or the people in that whole northwest part of the country supported that Big open. Time. Like, they you did. can't yeah, believe. Yeah, we went to that. Uh, yeah. It was unbelievable. But the course, you had to be a Himalayan mountain goat to be able to climb it and see the It was holes. a tough walk. There was a train, and the greens were dead. Disaster. It was so steampunk. Yeah. It was like... Uh, <laughs> You know, steampunk. That's yeah. a great term. But I, 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 lo- I actually loved it. You the did. way they were bouncing off of different, you know. <laughs> but to answer well, your question, okay. I, I think the Roto and throwing in uh, one every five years or how about so. A, how about a five-course Roto and a one wild card every sixth year? Exactly what I was going to suggest. Five Something and like that. Well, okay. I, I don't know about five, but just a Roto. Somewhere in there. Yeah. And, then, and then allow for okay. newer courses to. Hole, hole number two, should you get a free drop if your ball gets stuck in a tree? Well, if you're a monkey, you can go up and climb up and play it. But, but. what but what happened to Will McKenzie was terrible. But that's the rule. I mean, it's just, just, just the, now if you and I were just playing a normal round, we would never found that ball and it'd be a lost ball. You'd be going back to the tee. But they had a thousand spectators watching that hole, and there it was. They saw it go in the tree. If you there. can find your ball in a tree and you can climb up and identify it, and that's Titleist too. You're telling me you shouldn't get a free drop? You get a free drop if there's a patch of dirt on the ground. Don't hit it there. What about a bush? What I mean, there's a difference between a tree and a bush? Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know. smaller, Jim. Well, you could still have your ball in a bush hovering there, and you don't get a free <laughs> Do you, drop. You remember when Ernie Els made par at the British Open from a gorse bush that was, yeah. like, waist high? Yeah, I'm same Belt thing. Fast remember when Sergio got up in a tree and played a ball out of there? I felt it was a bad break. Anytime okay. you rip a loud that, foul. Well, it was a bad break, but that is the That's rule. golf. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. You want to hear the words. Golf. You want to hear the words. I found it, and it's sitting up. That was not really. <laughs> I found it. It's sitting up. Parentheses, 15 feet in the air. Gosh. <laughs> All right. Hole number three. Any solutions for idiots who yell, you're the man, or make an ass of themselves at tournaments, including the guy who ran on the course with two golf balls in a club and started to hit them into the ocean. Well, COVID took care of that last year. I know it did. But is there any solution? I actually had, Jim, a, 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 one of the guys on the show, Ron Thomas, he wants a punch squad. In a other words, about a, about a dozen guys in leather jackets like Hell's Angels who are permitted to go punch anyone who acts like an idiot on a golf course during a tour event. I said, eh, it's got some idea. Another guy with my group said, cut off beer sales. I said, that'll never happen. No. You could do like Augusta National. Which if, is? If, well, if you don't act appropriately. You're gone. You're escorted off the property, and you're gone. Problem is, that's a 
something you want to hold on to, a badge to Augusta. They can have that hammer. Does anyone care if the U.S. Open says you can never come to one of these again? Probably not, right? Not like Augusta. Is there any solution? Maybe some kind of shaming, some kind of uh, like they do at some country clubs where – the guys who, or people who don't pay have their picture in the lobby you know, or something like that. <laughs> printed in the paper like sex offenders it's like, you're a golf offender put it in the paper yeah, okay pay, pay your deal. bill all right hole number four have you ever played naked and would you want to golf no yeah. and no yes. uh barefoot uh, no no Rich, that's not no I've done, I was some, I've done some like in the mirror pan you know kind no. of no shirt? How about no shirt? No shoes, no, no shirts. Oh, all the time oh, as a kid. Time. Yeah, okay. Really? I grew up on a nine-hole public golf course. Okay. And I played with a pair of cut-off shorts. It was the whole it. reason for Rainbow Springs growing up. <laughs> well, this was a lot. Not, this wasn't as nice oh. as Rainbow Springs. That went Rainbow on. Springs. I'm glad I didn't know you course. as a child. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. I, I've heard of guys that like to play or hit balls shirtless, including Fred Funk, who once used to practice shirtless at Avenel. And the members would be like, who's that guy on the back range there? He's got no shirt. I'm like, that's Fred. Well, I guess I would rephrase my answer. It depends on who I'm playing with. Okay. Barefoot? No, naked. Okay. <laughs> okay, naked. Hole number five. Either or. A member guest invite to the nicest club in town that you've never played or a resort golf vacation with your wife. You can choose one. No repercussions. What if you don't have a wife? That's a trickier one. Pretend. Channel your inner married Well, guy. your ex-wife. How about your ex-wife? No, no, okay. no, no. Then you no, take no, the no. invitation to the member guest no. in that case. No, I'm taking the, uh, the member guest. Member guest? That's a good. No, actually, my wife does play golf, which okay. is unusual for most golf pros' wives do not play the game. Okay. And so we've had the opportunity to play they're, lots they're, of great places around the country. They're polar opposite experiences, obviously. So, yeah, they are. And I'm, I, I mean, I, I've played in a couple member guests. I usually just run them right. and organize them, but I have played in a couple. Hayner, you've played so, a million member guests. Yeah, a lot of them. And, yeah. and I enjoy them greatly, and, and, and my wife enjoys coming to the dinner. Uh, but the the resort idea, my wife doesn't play, and it's okay. one of the greatest gifts to yeah, me. Yeah, I can't believe Rich's wife still I, plays with him. Jeez. <laughs> I, whole number. Driving me nuts. Whole number six. Would you rather suffer one or two cheaters in a tournament or the same number of excruciatingly slow players? In a tournament? Yeah. You've got a tournament. You know a couple guys are going to cheat a bit. They may not win, but they're going to fluff it up and whatever. But you got two or three guys that bring the course to a standstill. The cheaters bring such curiosity and, and conversation. I mean, it's, it's more arousing than even uh, neighborhood bestiality or something, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, uh, as far as wanting to Circus talk act. about it. Yeah. yeah. But... Uh, but the slow play is just the, the end. It's it the is death. the worst. So it you is. tolerate the cheaters. Yeah. Okay. TikTok, what do you think? We, we mock them. Yeah. No, I, I would tolerate the slow play. I mean, we played in, you know, 40 state opens. It's five hours. Okay. Uh, but the cheaters, no, there's no. It no, unravels no, the integrity of the there's event. There's no place for cheaters right. on, a, on a golf course or any sport, okay. for that matter. Jim? There's, all, I bet, oh, there's cheaters all the time out there. There's but which would you prefer? You, I don't can, like, you have uh, to have one. You have to have one. You have to tolerate one or the other. Well, I, I like know. I like cheating, just not in golf. 
Okay. Well, there you go then. Let me ask this That's why you're divorced. Pro. You guys, let me ask you each. Do you, the, the new uh, laser guns or whatever. Um, yeah. With the slope adjustment. Is that cheating? Yeah. You can't use it in a tournament, but how no. many people are really, you can't, you can't legislate. I mean, you can't really how do you monitor know? it. You don't well, know. You don't I, know. I, I guarantee you that people are using that right and left. Oh, yeah. Probably. Okay. Well, the USJ didn't allow the, the gun, the laser links or what Bushnell, all those for how many years? For and now years they do. Years. Yeah. And now they do. Uh, yeah. so, they allow shorts and practice rounds, which I think is yeah. also an abomination. So, but that's just so maybe. Seriously. Maybe yeah. the slope yeah. thing will You're be. You're a pro, Haynes. Yeah. Wear pants. Yeah. They've got good lightweight pants. You're not going to die out there. Well, Look like play, some resort schmuck. I appreciate the technology of modern pants. No, no. <laughs> I mean, did you, again, Guido, did you see him? Uh, yes. When he was, I mean, he, he was, was so, his tight white action slacks with four-way stretch could barely contain Those him. were sands about, was, weren't they? It was just. <laughs> okay. Polly's. Well, uh, he, well, he had a. <laughs> You know, 28 waist. Hainer, you haven't had that since fourth grade, so that's easy for you to notice. Hole number seven. Is having golf in the Olympics worth it? Yes. Because? It promotes the game of golf worldwide. More than it's already promoted worldwide. Who's the Olympics reaching that golf has not already reached? We got the fingers of the game, TikTok, and every country and every continent. We're drawing pros out of faraway yeah. places. Is I, the Olympics I, doing any more than that? I think Rick is, Rich, is right that it is. It does promote the game worldwide, but I have no interest in it. Right. I, I just I I love watching golf, but the Olympics. I I have a real problem with the international Olympic movement being a corrupt crime syndicate. Wow. I don't have any respect for them as an organization. The ideal of the Olympics, I get it, what it once was. It's so washed in money now. It's dirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah it has. But now, now, Johnny, what about uh, the Ryder Cup? That wasn't that spectacular 30 years ago. And look at it now. I mean, yeah. it's the it, it, uh, entertaining until, venue of the world. It's a monster. Bigger than the Super Bowl. Until the USA lost, it wasn't anything. You know, Once right. it became a real... Well, competition and, the, and the, you know the world international players got better and better and better. But uh, maybe the Olympics, golf and the Olympics, will turn okay. into that. Jim, any I thoughts? Agree. Olympics? It just doesn't have the right feel well, to me. It's I, I mean, it, it's different. But I, you know, I, I get what Rich is saying about promotion, but I have zero okay. interest in watching it uh, or caring about it. Hole number eight, quick nine. Who makes the best golf clothes in the game right now? Peter Millar. Peter Millar. TikTok. Well, depending on if your target market is a thirty-year-old or a sixty-year-old. What do you prefer, Donald Ross? Because I'm nice. seventy. Donald it, Ross. No, they I still thought you were stuff. ninety. It's a full cut. It's a great traveling piece. Okay. Sun Ice is another fantastic piece. Okay. For traveling, doesn't it? Doesn't wrinkle. Johnny. And Peter Millar's got a great name, but I think Peter Millar's shirts are the best. Right, well, these are the oh, Peter Millar pants I have on. These are great. I, I haven't had that experience, but maybe I should say Iron Jock for you guys. <laughs> well, Iron Jock <laughs> is a fantastic product, no so, question about it. But Peter Millar, I have to say, is, is a great company, too. Okay, final yeah. hole, exit question. How will you know when it's time to quit golf for good? That's it. Individually, personally? Yeah. Well, and I'm dead. Okay, good answer. Jim? Yeah, when I'm in a pine box, yeah. Okay. Hainer? I, I've met a lot of older golfers who say, when I, I have nobody to play with. My friends are dead. 
and I, I do believe that playing golf is more about who you play with than where, where you play. Okay. My answer is when I can't push the tee in the ground anymore. Eh, Smithers, help me get the, my Then first, I'll know. It's time. My first head pro job, I sold a set of irons to a guy who was 98 years old. Well, God bless him. bought a new him. set of irons. God bless him. All right, coming up. We're going to talk about the incredible history of this incredible place called Aaron Hills. And you guys have been here pretty much from the start. Stay with us. A special on-the-road edition of the Capital Golf Gang continues from Wisconsin. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. No lie, I saw a guy at the uh, I saw a guy at one of our golf tournaments with a uh, double-sided chipper. I also saw a guy which who had 22 clubs <laughs> in his bag plus a dedicated chipper that had a teaching grip on it (laughs) uh anyway welcome back capital golf gang here special edition on the road in wisconsin we've got head pro jim lombardo at aaron hills with us plus local amateur legend and author john of danny moe john haynes with us and richard tuck the pga of wisconsin hall of famer and head pro emeritus here at this facility well for those that don't know the story of Aaron Hills goes as follows. How? Let's start. Where do we start the origin story of the course? Um, Jim has been here since day one of the golf's opening. Before, yeah, before it even opened, I've been here. I will year? tell you, in, 19, 2006. in 1997, a friend of mine looked at this property. It was, I don't know, 400 acres at the time, 300 maybe at the time, uh, because his son was a superintendent. He was a wealthy guy, and he was going to, buy this for his son and build 18 holes. And then in 1999, um, along came Bob Lang, who who did buy it. Yep. And he ended up buying, I think, three parcels of land. This was a chalet cattle was raised on this property. Bob Lang was a local businessman, is a local businessman. Yep. Right. He's um, a developer. Uh, but not a golfer. No, it didn't. He was play a golf. Sunday golfer, yeah. Maybe yeah. Sunday, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But he 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 just saw this piece of land in the Kettle Moraine region of Wisconsin, right near Holy Hill, the beautiful church up on the hill, and said, "A golf course belongs here." Where does Steve Tratner come into this? Well, there's another uh, guy that comes into this that that no one's ever heard of. It's Lillian Williamson. Okay. She uh, Matt Williamson, who is a great friend of mine. Um, she wanted to buy this land and make a golf course, but a housing development around it. Mm. Uh, she was an entrepreneur, and she had Tom Doak was going to design it. And and she got, I guess you might say, outbidded by Bob Lang. So uh, she was so she lost a the separate developer that was also looking at it. Yeah. Totally very, different vision, by the way. Totally different. Uh, very much so. Um, and she was before Bob Lang, and so was the other guy. I won't mention his name who chose not to purchase it. And so not- there was some sharks circling the water for this property. 
Yes. Not, but, but Bob Lang was the winner, and it really read like a Field of Dreams story where he's like, I've got to build this course here, and wasn't a golfer. And he had this course built, and it was, it was a humdinger. I played it here. I met Bob briefly as uh, the course was open for about a year or so, and it was, it was a bit rough around the edges. It had some very sort of, eh, I don't get it concepts. And over the years, it got softened and softened. But along the way, sad story, basically Bob Lang went broke. Yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Yeah. Um, well, well, so the, in comes the recession. Recession hit. hit recession and hurt him. hit. He hurt was him. a developer. You and, know, yeah. developers borrow money. Yeah. And he had uh, land, and he had hotels and apartments, um, and but all of a sudden, and he had a golf course, right? Of which, which was but he wasn't money. Bezos. It was he didn't have. Yeah, we were that we were much. losing money, and he, yeah. he couldn't afford yeah. to do that anymore. And so then, in the, comes the current owner, yeah, a gentleman by the name of Andy Ziegler. And he is? He started Artisan Partners. It's a money management firm uh, in, based in Milwaukee. Okay. He, he's an attorney. He, went, he grew up in Madison, went uh, to UW, got his law degree in Madison, and went to work for Godfrey and Kahn, downtown Milwaukee. Then he okay. went for the Strong Funds, uh, Dick Strong Mutual Funds, which anybody that's uh, probably over 50 has heard of them. And he was their legal counsel and became president. Avid golfer. Yeah, not at the time. Okay. Um, but he became an avid golfer. But then he. But he came in to buy the property not just as a vulture seeing easy prey. He wanted this to be special. He wanted to take it next level, correct? And well, had the money to do it. There's no question he wanted to take it to the next level for three reasons. He wanted, um, for philanthropic reasons, for the state of Wisconsin, so people could come to the state, kind of like Herb Kohler started, Mike Kaiser in Sand Valley, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, he wanted um, to have a public golf course that the USGA could host major championships on, which we have had three, and we're going to have two more, two more. 22 and 25. We'll have had five USGA major championships in the 20 years of existence. That's, That's pretty good. good. 22 and 25 is going to yeah. be what? The mid-amateur in 22. 25 is Women's Open. Okay. U.S. Women's Open Fantastic. in 25. All right. yeah. And the, the third one was, was uh, let me see, what was the third one? Um, for, for people to be able to play. Public to be able to play. Public right. to be able to play a U.S. Open golf course. There's yeah. only six in 125 years. Tory Pay, uh, Tory Beth Fine, Page, Tory Pines, Chambers. Beach, Chambers Bay, Aaron Pinehurst. Pinehurst. That's pretty good. Pretty good company. That's good. That's the only six in 121 years that you and I could play. Yeah. Now, we're sitting right now in the Aaron room of the original clubhouse, very quaint farmhouse. This was the only building here when it opened, and it's very nice into itself. But, I mean, since then, any number of buildings have been built up on the hill and throughout. You've got cottages now. It's spectacular. You just opened a new putting uh, course, which is becoming all the rage. And it's an amazingly fun thing there. And this golf course has, I think, amazingly, John Haynes, elbowed its way in along with Whistling Straits and Black Wolf Run and the Kohler properties as a must-see spot in Wisconsin. I know this from being out of town. People talk about it all the time. And now Sand Valley. And now Sand Valley. But, I mean, the fact that this course was able to say, hey, move aside, and in many regards, people... Rated higher than those other Kohler properties is a tremendous success story. Well, it's so much room. I mean, they could do whatever they wanted. And, uh, you know, that's the, the infrastructure that you have to build for majors. The place was just ideal. I mean, Perfect. the USGA was in on it so early, right? 
Yes, mean, they were. Yeah. As a player, John, you've played a lot of places. When you play out here, what do you think of the course, and what does it evoke in you? Well, it's a jacker park. You really got to blast away. I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a challenge. I mean, but it's beautiful. I love it. Uh, I, I I just feel bad about some of the some of the feedback that we got after the U.S. Open. It just it wasn't what it really. It just from who the tour pros? No, no, just media. Oh, they media. loved it. I mean, the, the media mostly. Yeah. yeah, the media mostly. It was just kind of judging. There's so many uh, golf course snobs. Oh yeah. I mean, they're just well, and it, it, you can't control all the rain they got and right. i mean there's things that they could do with the the heather and the gorse and all that but uh our yeah. owner uh, i think the credit goes to andy ziggler and the owner that i mean he's created uh a masterpiece along with of course the herdson and fry and witten who designed it sure but uh, andy has great vision on his own a very smart intellectual individual and he likes things perfect yeah um we feel that we kind of provide that here from yeah. when you drive into the welcome house to the time you leave with a bottle of water, going to your next destination, that everybody comes here and enjoys it. What struck me, Jim, first and foremost, was the scale of this place. When you first arrive here, that's the first thing you feel. Especially, I remember my first time here. Was, yeah. You look out and you're like, man, this place is huge. You exactly. can feel somebody. I heard somebody the other day. Another guy talking the other day said, "Wow, this is a big playing field out here. Big, big park. Yeah, big yard. It's a big, big boys park. Yeah. But what's great is that unlike some big courses that sprawl through developments and may have the same relative footprint, this is all one course. And so while it's big, you're still connected. So it's not like the holes are a million miles from each other. It no. just is big. It's it's big Wisconsin country, and it's beautiful. It's a lot uh, different than Whistling. Every time I come here, I'm saying, I think I'm ticking this up further in my list compared to the other courses in the state. I'll tell you what. I come to work here every day, and almost every day I say to myself, this place is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, all the buildings are close together here, and so we're, you know, you're in close quarters with the staff, and they're all very nice, and people enjoy it. Here and we have you know thirty seven beds on property. You got some cottages. You got you can some, stay here now. You can stay here. We got thirty seven. But we're great at the buddy trips. Guys coming in with for four or eight. You know four yeah. guys, eight guys coming for a night or two, playing a couple rounds of golf. We're yeah. perfect at that. We excel at that. Yeah. And our amenities are pointed right at them. Yeah. So so will there be another open here? Men's open. I think so. Eventually, I, I believe it's okay. Expected yeah. to be. But yeah. Nobody knows when and no. where, but. I think they're booked out to 2028, 20, yeah. maybe 2029. They've got them remember. strung out like planes over O'Hare. Yeah, <laughs> it's a long so, runway. What about, what about the Ryder Cup this fall at Whistling? Going to be incredible, I would imagine. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. We have a lot of traffic coming into the state for that. We're already booked up that week, and we have been for a while, even after they postponed it. Um, it's just another showcase for... For Wisconsin, and I think I think that I think uh, Whistling Straits is going to prove to be an incredible match play golf course. If you want to book your place and you want to book your trip here at Aaron Hills, just go to Aaron Hills uh, GC. AaronHills.com. 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 But you better okay. do it for twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, no, this oh, summer's gone because right now. Well, because, well, it's not gone, but we got some room available. I mean, lodging stuff to find, but yeah, I mean, we're still booking out for next year, and yeah, and. Uh, God, make Fantastic. your reservations now. This place is incredible. Yeah. All right. Exit question for the whole show. By the way, uh, where's your book, John? Over here. Okay, here we go. Danny Moe. Danny Moe, which I'm working my way through. I, uh, I'm not a huge reader. I'm at a fifth grade level now. 
but I find it fascinating. It is based on your experiences as a high-level amateur player in events and outings and clubs and whatnot in the Wisconsin area. It's as much a family saga as it is a, yeah. uh, a golf novel, but, uh, you know, it, it's really two stories in one. There's book one and book two. And it's, it's, it's long. <laughs> no, I like it, but though. You, you could use it for step aerobics. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's thick. And, and you are not an author by trade. This is your only book, right? You are once you write one. Well, that's true. <laughs> Dog. But, uh, <laughs> and I'm working on another one, and uh, we'll get into that another time. Oh, you are working yeah. on a, another that's one. That's I'm prepared to say. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. That's it's, fantastic. It's called Magic Dough. Exit question. If I said to you fellas, guys, I just won the lottery for $50 million. I want to use your big golf brains to go out, find a property, and build the next Aaron Hills, Sand Valley, Bandon Dunes, Stream Song. One of these, if you build it, they will come places. Where would you go? It takes more than money to build that. I will tell you that. Is 50 mil enough or do I no, need no, to no, win a bigger no, lottery? No. It, the, the million is the easy part, but the vision and, and the attention to detail and all the things that go in it, well, you'd be my pro, the so the detail would be fine. I'm trusting Oh, good. You. I'll be an ambassador for your... Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Yes. Well, then I'll work till I'm 90. So um, there's got to be... Because this is now the new trend in golf. These if you build it, they will come type of places. A lot of them We've are so private. We've only got five or six. They, only, you know, they have like 50 members and you can't play it. But Mike Kaiser said it best. Yeah. He'll only build a golf course that has an ocean or sand base. Interesting. That's, that's it. Okay, well, that's sort of limiting. And Sand Valley, which is in northern Wisconsin or central Wisconsin, uh, he's got 36 holes now, a par three. He's building the third course. Uh, obviously, we know abandoned dunes. He's got five golf courses, but 200 feet of sand straight down that the glaciers left in Amazing. Sand Valley. Yeah, and very playable. Fairways apparently 150 yards wide in places. So if you like to hit it left and right, good place to go. Guys, I wish I had more time today. Thank you. This was fun. It was fun. Enjoyed it. Thank you. And I'm looking out the window here today. It's a beautiful, cool June day in Wisconsin, 68 degrees. Wind's moving at about Wind's what, Wind's blowing Jim? today. Oh, 30, gosh, 15 to 30. 25, consistent. 30 today. Yeah. Didn't get it for the U.S. Open, but we got it for you today. Got to hit those knockdowns. All right, that'll do it for this week's Capital Golf Gang. Thank you so much for downloading and listening, and thanks to our panel here for joining me on a very special edition. Get on up to Wisconsin, people. You have no idea how good the golf is. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Capital Golf Gang here on the Team 980. This has been the Capital Golf Gang on the Team 980. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to zabe at yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at yahoo.com. Or visit the show page at www.theteam980.com. And for free swag, we're all in extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts. Summer vacation, here we come. Yep, I packed the craft beers I got at Total Wine. Did you remember a bathing suit? No, but I did pack a bunch of summer wines. Whites, rosés, Zinfandels. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey Randy, what you doing? Oh hey Dave, I'm just making a list of things that make me feel really, really good. Wearing Bombas socks. Trust me, that's number one on my list. 
Bomba socks feel so good because we use the smartest design and best materials, making them the most comfortable socks ever. Plus, because socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, we donate a pair for every pair purchased, and that feels pretty good too. To shop Bombas or learn more about how your purchase supports those experiencing homelessness, go to bombas.com slash comfy and get 20% off your first purchase. With baseball in full swing and the NBA playoffs off to a hot start, you can make each and every series matter by having a little bit of something-something in the game with MyBookie.ag. Regardless of whether you're betting favorites or underdogs, player prop bets, or just looking to make some cash, MyBookie gives you tons of options to make all your favorite matches a hell of a lot more exciting. And if you're looking to bet for the first time but don't know what to bet on, we're here to help point you in the right direction. For example, say you see an NBA series in which the team that had been favored is suddenly down 0-1. But you know they're the better team. You know they're going to come back. But suddenly, the series price is a whole lot more attractive now that they're down 0-1. Well, go to mybookie.ag, fire in on that one, and make some sweet coin if it comes home. And if it doesn't, guess what? There's more NBA playoffs to come in football after that. Go to mybookie.ag, sign up now, and use promo code ZABE to get your first deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Let them know we sent you. Use our promo code ZABE to get that free deposit bonus and start your day off with a win. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.